Aldous Huxley was an English writer and philosopher. He wrote nearly 50 books. And here's his quote about history. That men do not learn very much from the lessons of history is the most important of all the lessons of history. Welcome to the History Slices Podcast. A mother-son duo discussing awesome bits of history. We prove on every show that history is not boring. Entertaining, yet stimulating. This is History Slices. And now, here's your hosts, Jacob and Rachel. Hello and welcome to History Slices Podcast. This is Rachel. And this is Jacob. And Jacob, this is our 12th episode of the podcast. Nice. Yeah. And I remember, um, well, for those of you who have not heard our podcast before, in this podcast, we get to talk about fun pieces of history that Jacob chooses to talk about, whether it's a person or an event or something mysterious. He gets to choose something interesting to research and then we discuss it. So uh, welcome to the conversation. And Jacob, I remember that episode 12 is um, about Andrew Jackson. Yes. Yes. So what are we going to learn about him today? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm curious, what do you know of him? Because obviously that's a name that's that's known. Oh but... boy, I could tell you what I know about him and it'll take about 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he is, His face is on the $10 bill. Yes. Uh, he was a president. Yes. He may or may not have had a place in the military. <laughs> I really don't know. That's about it. Yeah. A couple uh, things. Yeah. Well, he may or may not have been handsome in his time. I don't know. It anyway. depends on how you define <laughs> handsome. There you go. Very objective. Mm-hmm. Well, he, for, he was our seventh president. Um, so you're right about that. And he did indeed have a military background. Okay. So I wanted to talk a bit about this guy because I find him really interesting and very crazy. I don't necessarily mean that in a good way. I'm sure people like him and all that. And I don't want to like, you know, beat on your guy or anything, but the, <laughs> but it's uh, the Andrew Jackson fan club. Yes. We're going to start a hundred percent exists uh-huh. <laughs> somewhere, but no, he, uh, I don't know. He was just like, even for his time, which had kind of looser like standards of like what can fly. He was a, not a nice person and kind of crazy. And I thought it'd be interesting to talk about. That's that's good. I'm interested to find out more. Like, what are you talking about um, in his personal life and his mm-hmm. uh, professional life or both? So well, I'm interested to hear the details. For, for the sake of brevity, because there's a lot of stuff, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to talk about his early life and I'm going to talk about his political career and kind of the controversies around him. Even today, you know, he's pretty controversial figure. Interesting. Uh, yeah, despite, you know, being dead for yeah. like, you know. But people still discuss, people still talk about him. Yeah. In a controversial way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of going to skip a little bit over his military career. I'm going to touch upon it um, briefly, but just, you know, some stuff has to get cut just for the sake sure. of like time. If you, dear listener, are interested, look it up. It's really, it's... A lot of fun, cool information is online, free to look at. So hopefully this inspires like some people to be, oh, that's interesting yeah, and look to more dig, into it. Dig in. Mm-hmm. Cool. A lot of presidents, or I should say a lot of early presidents were born in like uh, Virginia. Um, like the first, like out of the first five, four of them were Virginians. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting to me. Andrew Jackson wasn't. Um, he was actually born a little south, a little more south, in a Waxhaw Settlement, which is between the Carolinas, north huh. and south. Yeah, this was before the Revolutionary War. This was before independence. Yeah. So we were still a colony then. or When he was born. Colonies. When he was born, yeah. yeah. Well, repeat the name for me. Uh, Waxhaw. 
Huh, interesting. I, I believe that's how it's W A X H A W. Like I'm very, like, that seems very so interesting way. word. Yeah, yeah, it is. Sounds like uh like a um so it sounds like something you're trying to say backwards, like uh, <laughs> it sounds like a, like a product, like it helps you to save or something. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, or wax your axe handle or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. His uh, parents are Irish colonists. They had arrived two years earlier. And um, I'm sorry, I should have said when he was born. It was um, May fi- or March 15th, 1767. 1767. So, okay. yeah. Two years earlier in 1765, his parents who were Irish colonists moved to the Americas were not entirely sure their exact journey. They probably landed in Philadelphia. Hmm. He had two older brothers named Hugh and Robert. He had a... So he was the baby? He was like the baby and of the And there were bonds. no sisters. No so sisters. Okay. He, he had kind of a rough go of it. He never knew his dad. Uh, two weeks or three weeks, I should say, before Andrew was born, his dad perished in like a logging accident oh or gosh. something. Yeah. And... To give you a time of how different things were then, his dad was only 29. Oh, my gosh. So it's like, yeah. How sad. You grew up quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And his mom, just about to give birth to her third child, mm -hmm. she must have been devastated on lots of levels. Yeah. While he was a kid, you know, like a young guy, he had a bit of a reputation for being a bit of a bully, a bit of a... um, Scrappy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a polite word to say it. He bullied people like other kids and stuff and kind of had a quick temper and get like fly off the handle though i also read that he also was friendly with some people you know like there's like a couple younger kids he took under his wean or whatever whatever mm-hmm. that means mm-hmm. uh, he's like know. maybe kind of protective of them yeah so a lot of people in um you know when when you look back at this guy they kind of there's this thing where they kind of like say oh he was all bad he was all just a, like a crazy like jerk and he was but but i think he was also a little more um nuanced than that yeah it seems like cases. it would be difficult for somebody to get all the way to the office of the president and be you know just a not a good guy completely yeah you would think so yeah. um, but then again like i don't know like this was a totally different time period yeah, so it's it, still interesting mm-hmm. Okay, so rough and tumble childhood, which you can understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, when the Revolutionary War started, he was still very young. And um, Well, what year did the Revolutionary War start? Yeah, uh, the Revolutionary War started 1775. Oh, I was going to guess 74. So, ah, you're and, good. And remind me, just really, so he was just really like 10 or something like that? Yeah, he would have been like 10. Okay. Which is like 14 in our time. <laughs> like they grew up fast. Yeah, or 18. Yeah. So... In 1779, June 20th, during the Battle of Stoner Ferry, his older brother Hugh died, uh, like heat exhaustion or whatever. Like it was just poor um, conditions. Okay, so he didn't die actually because of a battle wound. Mm-hmm. And um, Andrew and Robert were, um, I can't remember if they were drafted or enlisted or whatever, but they ended up um, serving as couriers. Mm. Um, for General William Richardson Davy. I mean, they're just kids, so it's not like there's too many crazy stories. We know they were present during the Battle of Hain Rock, which was like August 6th or so, mm. I think, of that year. However, this is an interesting story. So in um, April 1781, he was about 14 at the time, both him and his brother Robert ended up being captured by the British. Oh, wow. Yeah, Um, and... You know, basically they were like, okay, you're following orders now. You're like, you know, helping around camp or whatever. Andrew, who has an attitude, 
and doesn't like being told what to do. So basically, they're kind of prisoners of war, basically, and they were being used by the British to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he didn't want to. I think it was like polish like an officer's boot or something like that. And he raised a stink about it, and he got injured. They like to punish him. Like one of them like slashed him with a sword. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, which left on it gave him a scar. And his brother Robert, maybe inspired by Andrew, you know, no, he did like the same thing. But same thing happened mm. to him because he's like, mm. yeah, no, screw you. Anyway, so their mom kind of got them released, like see partisan or something, or see like. You know, when they got them, brought uh-huh, them home. Uh-huh. However, they're both very weak, um, obviously, because they were malnourished. They were, uh, you know, a bit beat up. Gosh. Uh, and the final, because t- they're riding back on horseback, you know. It's not like, let's get in the car. Yeah, know. right, right. So from wherever they were, where did you say in Philadelphia? Uh, no, it was, I'm not sure where they yeah, were. Yeah, but they it were was, a distance with the British. A, a distance, yeah. Home. And the final two hours was just a massive downpour. Oh, gosh. And imagine the strength of the mother. I just want to mm-hmm. pause and say, yeah. so here's this young woman who has had to raise these three boys. I'm thinking, because you haven't mentioned it, maybe it is irrelevant, but she lost her husband, or at least her first husband, mm-hmm. lost her oldest son. I don't think she ever married. She might have, and I just yeah. missed that in my research. And then she but. travels by herself to go fetch her other two boys mm-hmm. and bring them home. Wow, so she's a strong woman. She was, yeah. Um, unfortunately, probably thanks to the downpour and stuff, both brothers end up getting smallpox. Oh, wow. Because uh, they were just weak. And they are just weak and just not... Vulnerable. But yeah, they weren't. Yeah. In a, their immune system was enough, let's right. say. And... Robert himself passed away soon after. Oh, right. Tragic. Yeah. Andrew, his mom nursed him back to health. You know, he was still kicking. But later on, not long after, might have even been in the same year or so, his mom did get cholera and passed away. Oh, my gosh. So Andrew, at the age of 14, is an orphan, and he 100% blames the British. He hates the British. Wow. Um, kind of understandably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of took his whole, almost his whole family. Basically, yeah. yeah. So after the war, he got some, he ended up living with like relatives, like an aunt or whatever. Um, but he was on bad terms with a lot of his extended family. I don't know the exact reason. It was probably something to do with his attitude. Because, again, he's like just a very... He gets angry a lot. Yeah, he was, I was thinking he probably has a big chip on his shoulder about, yeah. you know, life kind of dealing him mm-hmm. a bunch yeah. of lemons. And his education was pretty sporadic because of that. Um, mm. You know, because he ended up being kind of shuffled around to like, I don't want him, I don't want him, you know. Yeah. He got a couple jobs, so couldn't really hold one down. Like, and um, he got a job at one point as like a saddle maker. That didn't work out. He got a brief job as a teacher. That really didn't work out. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel bad for those kids. In 1784, he left the uh, like the Wax Hawes region or wherever it was. <laughs> uh-huh. He uh, spent his life and he moved to Salisbury in North Carolina. Hmm. There he kind of started to study law and um, eventually became like a, like a lawyer, which is... Not too uncommon. Abraham Lincoln, before he entered politics, was a lawyer as well, mm-hmm. I think. Or not too uncommon, I should say. So I th- it might have just been like one of those stepping stone things. Because I can think of several other yeah. old-time politicians that were lawyers in their past. Yeah, so. I think that's a pretty common place to start. Yeah. You can kind of see why it's a, it's yeah. a sensible 
it, connection. It, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes more sense than like a botanist or something, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. It was around this time he got into his first duel uh, with someone, which I know you love the musical Hamilton. <laughs> the, the the musical like lyrics have popped up several times in my head, but I haven't said anything. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he was in the duel. Uh, well, basically, the, the reason why I'm, I don't want to cover all of them because there's a lot, but a reason why I kind of highlight this one is because it was like his first. Um, okay. And but he dueled a lot, huh? He, dueled, he, he just had this inner he anger. Would, and I'm going to get into this when we get to like kind of controversies of the man. He would, because at that time, dueling was legal. It had rules and stuff. You said it was legal. It was yeah. legal. Okay. It had rules and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but it was one of those things that like. It was a way to settle disputes. Yeah. So it was legal. Okay. And um, what he would do is he would, when someone annoyed him or he didn't like someone, like later on in life, what he would do is he got into this habit of ticking them off enough so that a duel was challenged and then he'd just suit them. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, n- so he- not a good guy. <laughs> not that um, kind of- so instead of just outright shooting him, he would wait, he would... <laughs> Yeah, I get your point. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. interesting. Uh, anyways, but this one was interesting because um, they, it was another lawyer that this happened with. There was a disagreement named, he has a weird name, um, White Still Avery? Huh. Avery? I don't it's know. It's probably Avery, but the first name's really interesting. Yeah, W-A-I-G-H-T-S-T-I-L-L. That's his first name. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know where that's from, but sure. Um, Do you think maybe it was Avery White Still? Like his last name, first name were flipped? It's possible. If so, my the source I was looking at was <laughs> didn't think it's wrong, okay. but I don't... Yeah, yeah, it seems more like it would be flipped, but, it, but Avery is also a last name too, so uh, okay. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, they hadn't reached an agreement beforehand, so they both fired in the air, which was kind of like a... Because the reason... Like that, a draw, kind of yeah, like Yeah, how duels work is that you have to stand still until both parties fire, you know, so you can't just like, you know, yeah. duck and dive out of the way. Duck and roll, whatever, you know. Uh, so you had to stand still? Yeah, until, well, because the idea is you both, like, suit at the same time, and whoever's, yeah. like, got more of a true aim or whatever, yeah. you know, that's kind of the idea. It really doesn't work, I think. <laughs> There's a reason why it got, like, banned. Been like, no, Golly. you can't do this. So they both shot into the air. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of was, like, that, the end of that dis- disagreement, whatever it was. But it was, like, one of those things where... um it's interesting to compare this duel to his other duels because, well, we're we're going to get into another kind of famous example of a duel he was he partook in. But it was very um, honorable in a sense. Uh, which, well, we'll get to him to get to it. But let's just say that like his most infamous duel was evolved in was not honorable. Um, okay. And I think people at the time were like, this isn't okay. Yeah. But we'll get into that. So in 1788, he moved to Nashville where he met his uh, future wife named Rachel. Um, huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and what's interesting, and this is a bit of a scandal at the time. I think it's something that nowadays is a little more, not forgiving, but it's a little more like not as big of a deal. He and Rachel got together when Rachel was still married to her previous husband, which at the time was like a big no-no. Well, um, that is still a big no-no. No, it is. It yeah. is. It is. But it, it's one of those things where like when they got married, Andrew and Rachel, see the, the, the divorce with her previous husband was still in a process of going through. 
So what that meant was that legally their marriage wasn't um, binding. So mm. he actually married her twice in order to like, make like sure later was, on, yeah. you know, in order to like make sure that that was like, no, this is like a legal like thing that's recognized. Mm-hmm. So 1791, again, this is kind of some historical context. That, the year Tennessee became a state. I was actually going to say, I wasn't, I was a little surprised that you said Nashville because mm-hmm. Nashville seems like a, it doesn't seem like a very old city to me, but not that I know much about it. It's just mm-hmm. a sense I have about the city. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I'm not sure when it was built. I can like do a little. So Nashville became a, sorry, Tennessee became a state. Yeah, Nashville became (laughs) a state. Oh, geez. Uh, uh, Yeah, no, it was, um, Nashville was founded in like the 1700s. You mean Tennessee? Tennessee was founded in Nashville? Nashville? Oh, no kidding. The 1700s. Okay. Which is is where we are. We're at the end of the 1700s. So, okay. Go ahead. You were about to tell us when Tennessee became. Came yeah, state, in 1791, though. and he was elected as that state's only representative at the time because they only had like one. Yeah, and he was a Democrat Republican, which is, I mean, to like a modern person, their brain starts to like melt out yeah. their ears when they hear that <laughs> term. Uh, it's <laughs> it's basically like a um, it's basically just like a like a like a precursor to like I don't know. American politic political history is confusing to me. Basically, it was just a, a party that used to be around. Okay. Um, like uh, Thomas Jefferson was a Democrat Republican. Okay. You know, to give like an example of mm-hmm. that. Um, and in fact, like the modern day Democratic Party, I think Andrew Jackson had a hand in like kind of breaking away from the Democratic Republicans and kind of like that kind of evolved into the Democratic Party of today. Though, of course, it's very different because of everything. It's not a straight line. And yeah, it never is. And, and that's yeah. what makes it kind of so tricky um, mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so he was a big critic of a lot of people, including George Washington, who at the time was beloved. He still is, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because he believed George Washington had a political bias against Republicans and a or Democratic Republican, you know, his yeah. party, uh-huh. uh, you know, and he wouldn't like um, put any uh, in Jackson's mind, at least he was putting as many of them in cabinet positions or positions of authority as he mm. would have preferred. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like other like politicians that he was like <laughs> uh, very much against. Like when, when John Adams was president, he Jackson said that he was disgusted with him. His words, not mine. He was disgusted with this administration. Wow. And I'm like, wow, okay. He was very opinionated. He was very opinionated. And he was like, just very, um, didn't care who knew. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Um, but it's, it's. Can you share with us impressive. like one or, a reason why he was, what, what about the Adams presidency he was oh, disgusted by? I'm not by? sure. Okay. It was probably just I know like, that's a little out of focus of yeah, your topic, yeah. but I was just it curious. It was probably just like some policy yeah, or he said something. But he was very vocal or, about he his was, opinion. Yeah, and by 1797, he became a senator, um, though he was atypical there as well. He didn't usually participate in debates. Hmm. I guess maybe not his style, maybe just because he just didn't like, I don't know. Maybe just like being on a one-on-one yelling at someone as yeah, opposed maybe to so. yeah. a group. Yeah, uh, yeah, debating is a bit of a sport. Yeah. It's challenging. But he wasn't senator for long. Like the next year he resigned for, 
I'm assuming reasons like sometimes politicians will like or people will resign from their current position in order to run for something else. Mm-hmm. And other times they resign because they're like, I'm done with this. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a multitude uh, of reasons. You all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he only lasted about a year. As a only, senator. Yeah. Only about a year, senator. But Tennessee, they liked him. He was pretty popular in huh. his home state. Well, it wasn't where he was born, but, you know, his home state. Uh, and he got elected to the Tennessee Supreme Court. But due to health issues, um, he had to resign in 1804. So even in politics, he's kind of like not lasting long in some. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, huh. but he's getting pretty, you know, he's noteworthy, you know, like he's yeah. a senator. He was a member of the a state's court, you yeah. know. And yeah, so he's got some, getting some traction there on his resume. Yeah. But were his health issues um, short-lived, I um, guess, or... Because because if he went on to be president, yeah. he must have still had those health yeah, issues. Yeah, so. I I think it might have been one of those scenes where like everyone had health issues then, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, and I think I think it might have just been that like um, whatever it was didn't kill him. Yeah, and I'm not okay. sure if it was like stuff that barred him later or not. There is one thing we're going to get into in a bit, but there's one thing that is like that can't be good for your body. Wow. <laughs> but okay. We'll we'll get into that. Um, at one point, Jackson he posts an article. Um, about a rival of his, John Seaver, I don't know, S-E-V-I-E-R, uh, who I think they're running against each other or something like that. They're, they're rivals. But in the article, he accused Seaver, Seaver, whatever, mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. rival, of uh, fraud, basically accepting bribes, that type of stuff. Uh, Seaver, in return, publicly insulted him, insulted not insulted. I had to like uh-huh. not slur my words with some of these. Uh, a duel nearly happened. It didn't, but it was like to give you an idea of how like how volatile this guy was, you know, is that like he started that and you know, and it's just, I don't know stuff like that. It was just like um, when reading up about him, one gets the distinct impression that he was not a fun person to be around. Yeah, He liked to poke the bear all over the place. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Annoy people. And yeah. So, he participated in the War of 1812. I'm not going to get too much into it because that's a whole nother topic uh-huh. that's deserving of its own, like I said, video, its own episode. Uh-huh. Basically, um, he was a major general during that war and participated in the Bound New Orleans, uh, where he um, put the city on martial law. A few men, like I don't know how many, it was like a number, you know, not like too many, but not too little. You okay. know, it was like probably like something notable. Yeah, like. Four to twelve, something like that. Okay. A few of his men um, were executed on his orders because they tried to desert during oh, the gosh. thing. Which at the time, no one either no one knew about, no one cared about. Um, but later on, when he was running for president, it became like a more of a wait a you know like yeah. it kind of got dug up and used who, against him. Yeah. yeah. He also, and this is interesting. I didn't know this because again, he's stereotyped as being like this really terrible slave owner, which he is. But he got controversy at the time for giving equal wages to both white and black soldiers, which that was controversial. That was, yeah. Um, so in that, in that one moment, he was progressive. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking back, um, my brain's taking a minute to catch up to what you said about executing those. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. I just didn't want to interrupt, but the execution of those, I wonder if that was common practice in order to keep, um, Soldiers kind of in line, it and was, I don't know if it was contract. That was unusual. Yeah, I don't know if me. it was con practice then. I think it was more common than obviously we don't do it now. But I mean, like in countries that might still do that now, or places that might still do it now. I think 
generally speaking, worldwide, that practice was a little more common. Okay. But I could be wrong. Yeah, so I was just trying to compare him, you know, in the backdrop sure. of, of history. Of the time, yeah. Yeah, what, what others were doing. So, yeah. and then the, it, the it thing was, about paying. So if he was paying um, whites and blacks, I mean, were they servants or they, because they, they were soldiers. They're no, no, like, I'm, oh, um, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. For some reason I was thinking, cause you said slaves, yeah. he was a slave owner, but then I missed that part. No, I was he thinking. didn't pay his <laughs> slaves anything. I was uh, thinking about the other thing. So, yeah. okay. So there were white and black soldiers and mm-hmm. he paid them the same way. Yeah. Okay. Which at the time was a big controversy. Okay. Thing. I'm, I'm sorry. Catching up to you now, Jacob. Sure. I, I got no, you. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to no, barrel no. on ahead oh, without no, no, you. No. That was all me. So, okay. That, that's uh, interesting. About the, um, executing deserters, it was controversial enough that it was used as ammo against him okay. when he ran for president. So it wasn't a, the popular thing, gotcha. uh, regardless of if it was like yeah. more common or not. Okay. Anyways. So he also fought in the first Seminole war. And the reason I, bring it up as one he has a real hate on for native americans uh like he really will get into what he did during his presidency but he really did not like them yeah. um and i thought it was interesting because we used to live in florida in seminole county yeah so well we didn't live well, in seminole county actually no, we seminole near county, seminole city. Yeah. yeah i always seminole confuse city. it too <laughs> seminole county is a different spot but mm-hmm. um but yeah, and there's a lot I don't know about that Seminole mm-hmm. War and how Florida became a state and all that interesting yeah, stuff. But I'm not going to talk about it. No, uh, that's fine. I mean, I'm not opposed to talking about it. This is one of those scenes that it's, it's like... too far deviating. It's too far in the weeds. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's really interesting that he participated in that. Okay. Yeah. Um, he became president in 1829 um, and he lasted in office until 1837, so a, a little while. Okay. And... His main thing, because a lot of the stuff I read about is like kind of not boring, but kind of like, uh, I don't know how interesting that is for yeah. to say, you know, like it was like he supported this, someone's against that and stuff, <laughs> you know, it's like a typical politician stuff. Yeah. But there is a few interesting points, one of which anyone who has a basic understanding of American history knows I'm about to talk about. But the first one, I'm going to talk about the, the minor one and the bigger one, his reaction to abolitionists which I'm sorry you know, but for anyone who doesn't, that was a movement at the time to do away with slavery, which is a hugely complicated issue. But basically the the nutshell version is that the southern states had a lot of plantations and their economy relied on slaves, while the northern states were more industrialized and their economy didn't. And there was like a friction between like, trying to one up each other basically mm-hmm. and worry that if one side, this is all to lead up to the civil war, which happens way later yeah, on in yeah. the, in the timeline. The These are the seeds. Basically there's a worry that like um, if one side got too much of a voice or too much of it, because for the longest time, every new state that got him into the union was either like, you know, free state, slave state, free state, yeah, slave state. It was like it a even. teeter totter yeah. back and forth. And eventually it just, fell out and it just became way more free states and slave states. But um the uh there's worry that like one side would make either the slavery or the banning of slavery constitutional. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um which yeah. They didn't want. Uh so that's a whole nother thing, but basically that's kind of the political hop but an issue of the time. And so where did Jackson Oh he did not that? like them. Uh, abolitionists. Oh, okay. Um I mean he 
he was also anti-secession, which is something, but not that that was necessarily on the table at the yeah. time, but he was pro-slavery. Um, okay, pro-slavery, but he wanted to keep everybody together. Like, I mean, this, not, like you said, it was a little premature to say that yeah, you know, they no were talking about division. Yeah, no one was throwing around that word yeah. just yet, the I word <laughs> just yet, um, which is usually how it is in history, you know, whenever like you see a breakaway, it's usually like, it's not early, you know, mm-hmm. it's usually like far after things have gone, you know, like sideways. Yeah. The main thing in his presidency and something that he is most controversial for today is the Trail of Tears, mm. which is a very heavy subject. Mm. Uh, it lasts from 1830 to 1850, like past his presidency. Ba- the, the, the basic gist of it, because I don't want to get too much into the, the details, but it's a reason why, like... There's been participants and people being like, do we really want him on our money? You know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like the thing that people have a real problem with. And I think rightly so is he forcefully, forcefully relocated a bunch of Native Americans mm-hmm. off their land and into designated areas. Thanks to exposure, disease and starvation, thousands died. And he'd been in favor of this for at least a decade before his presidency like, this is something that he was, like, really pushing for yeah. for a while. And, yeah, I don't mean to, like, bring the mood down or anything, but it's, like, yeah. a real, it, it's it's a real kind of black spot in American history. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, I don't want to jump ahead. Sure. But if he is such a bad guy, like, you're painting this picture, which, you know, I'm not disputing at all. Of course. But... What is it about Andrew Jackson that got him on the ten dollar bill? Like, why wasn't a different president selected to? Probably because um, I probably, know that's probably a question that you you didn't think about looking at. But no, I'm just wondering. I imagine it might have been like just his efforts during like the the his military career and uh, his contributions to like politics or whatever. I don't believe it was because of No, no, that yeah, no, I'm anything. I'm sure it's just that like you started out this conversation saying, you know, he's everybody's a, a blend really of bad and good. Of course. And so um is the, there must the be something problem is not to take away from what you're saying cuz I agree completely. Everyone is like the world isn't in black and white. Mm-hmm. It would be very easy if it was. And we could just find those people and put yeah. them in like a, like a, under lock and key. But it is, doesn't work like that. Um, some people are better than others, I guess, is my kind of thought. Gosh, yeah. Which, and that's really, we're just really getting into, into some like, like the <laughs> schematics and well, the ethical debates yeah, of that's stuff. Huge. And, yeah. So, yeah, I was just curious how he, how he managed to get on the 10 mm-hmm. if other people might have been also, you know, worthy candidates. But that yeah. that's that would be an interesting thing too, just discovering the history of sure. um, who of the money, you know. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. so okay, so Trail of I mean, Tears yeah, to it, get you back on track. It does change like um that Hamilton musical I mentioned earlier, maybe you heard of it. Uh <laughs> is um uh, they were going to take Hamilton off that just because he was more obscure and you know, but mm. then a musical hit and everyone loved him. And they're like, okay, I guess we'll leave him on. Mm. You know, so mm. it's interesting. That's like the big controversial thing. I want to talk about some of the other things he was known for and kind of why it's controversial. First of all, I want to talk about, I've been, well, maybe I should say, no, I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> I've, been, I've been kind of hinting at this before. This is his uh, duel with um, 
Charles Dickinson, I think. Not that guy, not the author, <laughs> but like a different guy okay. with the name. Uh, I just now realize he has the same name. Uh-huh. As the, anyways. I think it's Charles Dickens. Yeah. So it's maybe slightly s- different. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dickinson. Yeah. Anyways, 1806, a little while ago. Uh, well, obviously, I mean, you know, in terms of like the story. Before his presidency. Yeah. Dickinson posts a smear piece on Jackson in a local newspaper, basically saying this guy, he's a thug. He's a jerk. Screw him, you know. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, of course, tells Dickinson to the duel. Here's the thing: Dickinson is like was like notoriously good at duels. Like that's something that he it was known as like he forever. So this ever Dickinson reason. guy, he found himself in enough duels to have a reputation as yeah, being good. Yeah, so, so they're probably kind of similar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, Jackson, what he did, and I don't know if this is a stroke of genius or madness, like a thousand IQ play or something, but he uh. <laughs> When they turned, Jackson waited for Dickinson to suit him, and he got hit in the chest so close to his heart that the bullet could not be removed. And that's why I'm saying that, like, that can't be good for your body. Wow. Uh, but because you have to stand still until both parties fire, Dickinson can only stand there as Jackson then, like, carefully took his aim and killed him, which is murder. Uh, Wait, like- <laughs> so the Dickinson guy uh-huh. fired first. Yes. Jack- Jackson waited for him to fire. Mm-hmm. And the bullet hit Jackson, yeah. and Jackson still stood there, yeah. and then shot Dickinson. Yes. A lot of people were pretty outraged. But why didn't he just shoot? That doesn't make sense. Why didn't he just shoot? Uh, like, when Dickinson shot and yeah. just kill well, him Because then. he wanted to make sure that, like, he hit the guy. He didn't want to, he wanted to, like, take his time and, like, make sure that. Normally in a duel, is this, like, you shoot at the same time, and... It's harder to like. So you aim turn around, like yeah. you're walking away from each other to begin with, and then you you spin around and yeah. you shoot. Yeah, and okay. it's kind of hard to aim because they're like crappy yeah. 1800s guns. Well, that and you're kind of getting your bearings. Okay, so I yeah. not to get too technical on that. Sure, I'm just sure. a little bit confused as to why. No, it's fine. Basically, he um he basically tanked a bullet in order to rig the game in his favor, kind of hmm. in that sense. Um, Interesting. Which. I mean, that's badass that he managed to survive being sought and was just like, eh, Theodore Roosevelt, there's something I've seen happen to him where he got sought by some guy and then gave a speech right after because oh, uh, he's just like, a bullet's not going to stop me. Wow. It's a weak bullet. No, <laughs> but yeah. the um, a lot of people were not okay with how this duel went down. Uh, it really messed with his reputation and he had a really climb back in order to like get interesting you know like get more into people's favor which of course he did because he went and became president after but that was like kind of the in terms of duels yeah like putting aside the, his decisions as a as a, a leader his uh in terms of duels that's the most like kind of infamous one so it was dishonorable it, whatever. yeah interesting um mm. another one and i'm kind of also touched upon this a little bit he was a plantation owner which, to be fair, was not uncommon at the time, but it was also, he was known for being very cruel to his slaves, mm. which... Which seems to contradict how he paid yeah, his soldiers. I, again, it's one of those things where it's like, we don't know his reasons for yeah. that. It could very well be, he just didn't care enough to bother with like trying to figure out like who gets what money and just mm. like, whatever, you all get equal. Yeah. <laughs> or it could have been like, maybe he... I don't know. Was like more was a, mellow at one he point. He was a cruel. Slave yeah, owner. he um, he had up to three hundred slaves, including women and children, which again, pretty normal at the time. 
his the sleep quarters were slightly larger than average at four hundred square feet. Well, oh, his his what was slave quarters? Slave quarters. They were okay. slightly larger than average at four hundred square feet. He whipped them in order to uh, increase productivity and abundance people. And when some would escape, which was again pretty common, there's the Underground Railroad and stuff. And I think legally at the time. Like southern, like bounty hunters and people who catch escaped slaves could enter the north and get them back. Oh wow! I think that was part of the compromise. Yeah, because there's a lot of compromises between mm-hmm. like you try know, to settle, try to keep things. Yeah, like California wants to be a free state. Well, we we're also gonna have this thing now. You know, yeah. whatever. Um, and the um, he offered extra money if someone would beat them, uh, mm. before returning them. Mm. Like he's like, you'll get another couple hundred if you whip them first, which is. Pretty horrendous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was a pretty wrathful man who killed a lot of people. And while it didn't make people take him seriously, and I'm sure some people loved him for it, it made him a lot of enemies, both in life and afterlife. Like, afterlife, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, both after he passed away. Right. And even now, there's still partisans from uh, some people to like, we should get his portrait removed from the White House or whatever, mm-hmm. which I don't know if I necessarily agree with. I mean, I understand the sentiment and where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get all, you know, on my soapbox or anything, because Lauren knows that won't that'll just turn ugly. But <laughs> the, uh, I think if you really want to, I'm trying to think how to say this. You don't want to pretend it didn't happen. Right. You know, it seems like the best thing to do is to be, is to learn about who these people were mm-hmm. and make a judgment. Yeah. But leave history be history. Like mm-hmm. what happened, but just learn, learn what from happened, it. Happened. Yeah. Yeah, what happened, happened. Yeah, absolutely. Learn, as long as you learn, learn who, from it. And who people are, who people were. To repeat it. Yeah. Right. Um, I just thought he was a very interesting figure. He eventually did, I should say, he passed away um, from heart failure. I wonder mm, why. Yeah. But well, in, um, it's a little close. June 8th, uh, 1845. And it was in Nashville. So, Ooh, um, 1845. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was a uh, 78. Um, okay. Which, so he actually lived to be a pretty good. Yeah. He was a grizzled old buzzard by the yeah, end of it. My goodness. Um, yeah. Super interesting. I thought he was an interesting figure to cover. Yeah. One, just because he's such a character. Yeah. And he's almost like unbelievable you would not believe this person a existed b was in like a office of power you know what i mean yeah. like historically it's relevant a bit, it's a little bit surprising that mm-hmm. just given what you said about who he was and the how volatile he seemed to be and hair trigger and all that yeah. kind of stuff that it's a very interesting life it does make me want to learn a little bit more yeah and that's another reason i picked him is because he's a he's a name when people talk about past presidents from like Jefferson to Lincoln, most people don't know them. They're just not in terms of his history, you know, like they're just not as like like no one really knows too much about James Garfield. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> or or uh the most people know about William Henry Henderson is that he was like president for like a week and then died of sickness and John Tyler took his, you know, mm. Was the first That's vice president. Yeah. yeah. But he, Henderson was so old. He had such a long political career beforehand. No one knows about that. All they know about is like, Gosh, he's the president that instantly died. Wow. Um, yeah. So I thought, and well, people do know about Andrew Jackson, probably because of who he was and his attitude towards things. He, uh, 
I don't know how much is popularly known, so I thought it'd be interesting to kind of discover it. I think that was a really good pick. I really enjoyed hearing you tell me about Andrew Jackson, and I definitely learned some things. Yeah, that's really good. So you actually answered the question I had, which was what was it about Andrew Jackson that made you, like, What? how did he stand out to you as somebody to pick? So you just answered that question. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah. Jacob, awesome well, job. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope our audience enjoyed it as well. Yeah. I know it's a little kind of a scatter side here. It's hard to pick like where the, you know, to, for brevity's sake, it's hard to like pick like, okay, well, what's relevant what and what is What should I put in here? And, yeah, I think yeah. you did a great job but doing that. if you're more curious about this guy or any president, really, I urge you to go online, look the stuff up. It's fascinating. If you're interested in history, you won't regret it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you even if that, you don't know that you're interested in history. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah. So, should I go into next time or? Yeah, please do. So this has been episode 12. Let's hear yeah. what's coming up in episode, episode 13. 13. Yeah, it's another historical figure. Good. With, I, I, can I say just really quick? Yeah. I, I enjoyed the historical figure part, especially since we've talked about so many unexplained mysteries and unsolved mysteries and things yeah. like that. So I really enjoyed the tone or whatever. That's not even right, but I enjoyed this episode a lot. So oh, historical I'm figure, glad. I'm um, glad. episode 13. Yep. And maybe you've heard of this guy. He's pretty famous, but what is... Not as famous is kind of his story, or not so much the story, but what happened to him. Okay. I'm, of course, talking about my favorite artist, Vincent Van Gogh. Awesome. Okay. Excellent, Jacob. Well, we're looking forward to hearing about Vincent Van Gogh on episode 13. And listeners, thank you so much for, for being there with us today as we uh, got to learn about Andrew Jackson. Remember, if you've enjoyed yourself and been entertained at all, please uh, let your friends know. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Confucius once said, Study the past if you would define the future. You've been listening to the History Slices podcast with Jacob and Rachel. We hope you've gotten some useful information from the show. We hope we made you think, and we hope you were entertained. We know we had fun, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook at History Slices and on Instagram at History Slices Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And tell a friend about the show. That'll help us out too. One more quote before we go from Michael Crichton. If you don't know history, then you don't know anything. You are a leaf that doesn't know it's part of a tree. Till next time, this is History Slices, signing off.